0: got nothing Don't you get shy on me, lift up your song. cause you've got a lion inside of those bones. Get up and raise the
1: Lord. Come on, my soul. Don't you You get get shy on me, lift up your your song. cause you've got a
2: Amen. 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 Good morning, friends. Daniel, go to the second prayer slide. Uh, Ephesians 3, please. Go there first. Hallelujah. It's good to see all of you. We're going to pray. We're going to pray in agreement with this verse of Scripture. By His Spirit, we have strength in the inner man. Let me help you understand what that means. Very simply, I pray this way for myself all the time, and I pray this way for you too. God, I need strength in my inner man. I need to be able to think clearly and accurately. I need to have my emotions stable, not all over the place. Right? And I need to have strength of will to do what you need me to do. Amen? That's strength in the inner man. Hallelujah. Are you ready to pray in agreement with this? So, Lord, I pray like Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus. I pray for the church at Seaport. That, God, that we, by your Spirit, would have strength in the inner man. That, God, that every one of us, God, our thinking would be clear and accurate and not self-deceived based upon the truth of your Word. God, by your Spirit, strength in our minds. God, not not giving in to lies and all kinds of crazy stuff, but our minds, God, thinking, not confused, but accurate. God, strengthen our emotions. So often our emotions get the best of us and deceive us, and God, just about drive us crazy at times, it seems. But God, may our emotions be strong and submitted to your will. God, help our emotions not to be driven by every thought and every feeling and every experience, but to be based upon you. Our emotions strong. God, may we not give in to fear or anger or any other emotion, but to follow your truth. And Lord, I would also pray that you strengthen the inner man. And God, give us the strength to do what we need to do. You've not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of self-control. So God, by your spirit, strengthen the inner man. Help us to have the strength to do the things that we need to do. To say no to all ungodliness and sin. To say yes to obeying you. Even when it's inconvenient and difficult. And to do the things you're calling us to do. Give us strength today to do that. Are you in agreement with me on that? Pray that way for yourself. Strengthen the inner man. Mind, emotions, will. Pray that way for yourself frequently. Hallelujah. Continue to pray with... (coughs) It's interesting what Jesus said. He said, my house shall be called a house of preaching. No. My house shall be called a house of worship. No. My house shall be called a house of prayer. prayer. And yet we do so a little bit, it seems. We're going we're gonna to pray a little bit more here today. Come on. We're going to pray. We're going to pray this way. Stretch out your hand. Here's the next one. With healing power, may miraculous signs and wonders be done the holy name of your servant, Jesus. Early this morning, walking around this building, I said, Lord, what is it that you want to do today? He says, I want to heal some people. I said, Lord, what do you want to do today? He said, I want to heal some people. Make sure I heard it right. Asked him 10 times. the answer was always the same. Let's pray this way. At the end of the service, you're going to be they will have an opportunity at the very end of the service to come forward and receive prayer for healing. But let's pray the healing power of Jesus is present here today. Are you with me on this? Amen. We agree. Come on, pray with me. I'm, I'm just not going to let this go. When everybody's healed, then I'll stop praying this way, okay? Like... Well, not everybody's prospered, then I'll stop praying for prosperity. But until that happens, I'm going to keep... So just so you know, okay? You got that? Okay. Lord, right now, we pray in agreement with your will. Your word to me this morning was that you wanted to heal some people today. That's... was very clear to me. And so I pray that your will is done today. That, God, that we don't hinder you by our lack of belief or whatever. But, God, help us just to step in and receive the healing that you want to bring. We just trust you, Lord. It's not not a huge deal. But we just trust you, Father. Do you you agree with me, friends? God, just, come on, just take just another moment. Don't, right now, I don't want you to pray for yourself right now. I I want you to think of somebody here at Seaport that needs healing. Brittany's not with us. She has shoulder surgery and you know she needs healing there. But, but let's just pray. You, I don't want you to pray for yourself. I want you to pray for somebody else at Seaport right now, okay? Let's do that. Father, right now, we're just trusting you that your healing power is going to touch. Now fill in that name. You fill that in. God, right now, by the power of your spirit, that your healing power is going to flow into this place and heal. God, my fellow Seaporter, in Jesus' mighty name and for your glory. Are you guys praying? Or are you just listening to me pray? <clears throat> hallelujah. We're just trusting you for this. Thank you, Lord. If you're in agreement, say amen. amen. Now you can't sit down yet. You got one last thing. You got one last thing. You got one last thing to do. I don't know. I, I don't know. Can we get that picture up there? We just got this picture. You just got this picture just got this minutes ago thanks for getting up there chris this is our group of boys and the and the ranger leaders they're at fairhaven camp in brooks maine where it was like 11 degrees yeah and their winter camp out the boys were trying to earn their you'll see videos of some of the crazy stuff that they did outdoors wild crazy you know, you guys helped them do the chili cook-off. They bought this huge, beautiful tent that has actually has a stove in it. I said, actually, keep that warm. He said, Yeah. Wow. So anyway, let me tell you about real quick. Like, we're gonna pray for them because they're gonna be leaving soon if they haven't already to come back. This picture, I'm gonna tell you what this picture is. It's not only a group shot, but it is them receiving top outpost award. <laughs> I, I said to Matt, I said, there is no second. You know that, right? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. It, aren't we blessed that there's a group of men here that are willing to spend a whole weekend up there in the crazy snow to minister to boys? Aren't we blessed? We're blessed. Isn't that? It's a great shot, isn't it? Let's pray for them on the, as they make their way home. Thanks, Lord. Get them home safely. No issues, no problems. Get them home safely. Lord, I know they're going to be exhausted. But yeah, no sickness, no nothing. Get them home here safely. God, may they just rejoice in all the good things that you did and all the fun they had and the merits they gained, the badges that they won and all the rest that happened. God, in this ministry to boys, God, thank you for the men that took them, did all the hard work, spent the whole weekend doing this with them. God, thank you for that. And Lord, I I pray that the boys growing up here in Outpost 124, God, that they would have such amazing memories of all the stuff that was done by you in their hearts and in their lives. Thanks, Lord. Amen. Amen and amen. Go ahead and be seated. Do me one favor, you know, on Wednesday night when you're picking up your boys from Rangers or impact, either one of these, these people, they're in those classrooms almost every single Wednesday night throughout the year. Can you just take a moment when you drop off your kids or pick them up just to look that leader in the eye and just say thank you so much. Can you do that? Will you do that for me? Yeah, I, 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 wait, stop, stop. <laughs> Will you do that for me? Yes. Thank you. Some of you are saying yes, you don't even have kids. But anyway... Uh, 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 uh. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It takes, yeah. It takes a church to raise a child. Uh, uh, Hallelujah. There you go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Chris, come on.
3: Well, good morning, church, and welcome to church this morning. I'm Pastor Chris.
2: Isn't he looking good? Isn't he looking good or what? I've got to get back to my fighting weight,
3: you know. So, anyways, good morning. Welcome to church this morning. Hey, if this is your first time here, we just want to welcome you. And we do that around here by just, we want to honor you. So we clap for you. So welcome. But of course, we don't want to just clap for you, right? We want to truly connect with you. And the easiest way for us to do that is for you to text the word welcome to the number that comes up on the screen. A small link will come back to you. It just takes just a minute to fill it out. And then once you fill it out, just like that, bam, we are connected. We're also available on Facebook, on Instagram. We even have a TikTok page. If you want to email the office staff, it's office at seaportcommunitychurch.org. And of course, make sure you guys are downloading that app that we have. If this is your first time here, hey, we have this awesome gift for you. So make sure you stop by the little information desk right out in the uh, narthex area in the front of the house and pick up one of these things. And then, of course, Pastor Brad or I will be available in the, out in the cafe afterwards to talk with you to have coffee and make sure you, you, know, you stop and get your free coffee. But we have all kinds of awesome opportunities. So again, if you don't have that Church Center app, make sure that you download it. You can get it by just clicking on that QR code that's on the seat back in front of you. And then it'll take you to a landing page in which you can download it. But speaking of opportunities, we have some awesome ones. If you guys have not figured this out, we are a praying church and prayer changes everything. So make sure you guys join us for one of these prayer meetings that we have. All throughout the week. This week we have our Ranger and uh, Impact Award Ceremony this Wednesday. So make sure you guys come out and support the kids. Support the leaders that are really doing amazing things with our children. Okay, The growth track that is normally on Wednesdays. That will continue again next Wednesday. YouthCon, for any of the kids that have not gone to YouthCon. Those that are in the middle school, high school range. Make sure you guys are signing up for YouthCon. It is on. Uh, make sure you sign up for it by March 1st. And then, uh, hey, you know what? If you want to make some new friends. You're in that 30 to 50 age grade age range and you haven't you know, met a lot of people here at the church, make sure you guys are joining us for the Gen Now. That is going to be an awesome night for, to just make some friends and have some fun. And so Men's Encounter is coming up. It's in April. It's going to be an awesome thing. It's like a 48-hour power weekend encounter with God. All right? It's like... Two years of coming to church, but it's 48 hours of just tremendous impact of what God can do in your life. Make sure you guys go. I know it changed me for the rest of my life, and I know a lot of other men that have been changed from it, so make sure you guys are joining us for that. And then make sure, women, that you mark the date, because in October is our women's encounter, and that's from October 18th through the 20th. Next up, we got Pastor Brad.
2: Amen. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, The encounter, there's nothing like that. We've been doing those for 20, 21 years. And nothing impacts people like the encounter, and so I hope I don't don't miss this opportunity. They only come once every year or once every other year, so do not miss this opportunity. Okay, and it's just a Seaport specific event. Do not miss it. Amen. Let's um, let me let honor the Lord with our giving. And uh, we've had kind of a kind of a rough start to the year. I'll just show you a quick quick budget up. It's been kind of a tough start financially to the year, but I'm trusting God. He's going to bless you and prosper you, and we're going to catch up. Amen, and uh, and meet the need. So just just pray with me that we can meet the need. I'm praying that I'm praying that every one of you that is faithful to tithe that God just blesses you, that pours out His blessings, windows of heaven. And those of us that are learning how to tithe, we continue to learn and experience God's blessings. That's what I'm doing. So. Hallelujah. So anyway, I'm just just—I'm only doing that because I feel like the Lord told me that I'm supposed to update you weekly. So that's all I'm doing. So hallelujah. You know, let me read this scripture to you. Uh, it's a powerful scripture. The master said, well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in handling this small amount. So I will give you many more responsibilities. And I love that last phrase. Let's celebrate together. Wow. When you give to the Lord and you prove yourself faithful in how to manage his money, you're his money manager, remember? When you do that, he gives you more to manage. And as you manage that, he says, let's celebrate together. Isn't that kind of a fun thought? It's a kind of a fun thought as he blesses you. He just wants to rejoice with you. That's a great thought. Let's honor the Lord with our giving today. Amen? Amen. Lots of ways to give. Uh, you, can, you can go old school and use an envelope out of one of the giving boxes. You can do that. You, through the app is the easiest way to give. Or you can even use uh, uh, texting to, to give. Any way, any, any way works. So let's just pray, and then uh, we're going to move forward. Father, thank you. There's, God, is never the end of the month in heaven. You're never broke, and you're never cheap. And Lord, as we give to you, you give back to us. You give us even more. Boy, that's been so true in my own life. Lord, you have given and given to me. And God, help all of us to be like this faithful servant that God was given even more to manage. God, give us more to manage To bless your kingdom. And Lord. It sounds fun. Let's celebrate together. And God I just pray. That there's lots of celebrations. At Seaport Community Church. Lots of celebrations. And the goodness. And the provision. And and the stewardship. Of finances. Thanks Lord. Amen friends. Amen. Amen. The youth are staying in today. Chaplain Maxwell Abishai is going to bring the word to us. He's coming right now. So, um, Maxwell, Chaplain Abishai originally is from Ghana, West Africa, a place I've been privileged to go twice. Uh, he came to this country, he uh, pastored a church, and then the Lord redirected their lives dramatically, and now he is an ordained Assemblies of God. Uh, he, that's, he's ordained with the Assemblies of God, like me, but he's a Assemblies of God-endorsed Navy chaplain. And God is using him there on the base. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. And he's using him here. <laughs> chaplain. <laughs> Hello.
4: Hello. How are you doing today? Bless. Hallelujah. When the, I was called to come to Groton for the first time, the detailer called me to go to Groton, I fought it. I said, "What? Where is God in this world?" I'm not going to go to God in, and he said, "No, you are going to God in." I said, "Okay," but I'm blessed that God actually brought us here. Amen. You know, God has uh, has been very. Uh, I've been blessed. My family has been blessed, and your church has also been blessed. Amen. All right, so you're gonna help me preach today. Amen. Yes. You will help me to preach today. Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah, we are treating this. Uh, Theme called uh, Unstoppable. Say it with me, Unstoppable. Stop. Say it again, Unstoppable. unstoppable. All right. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, you know, we have so many churches around this area. This morning, Pastor Brad, uh, I'm asked to pray for the churches around this community, even around the world, right? And every church has its own doctrines and beliefs and things like that. Right? But we, if we can stick to the Bible, we can see that a biblically, a biblically sound church should do only one thing, right? should do only one thing. And after this sermon, we're going to know what should a biblically sound church be. Amen. All right, so please sit down patiently. And let's walk through this. And after that, I'm gonna, we're going to do some serious prayers here. After the of the sermon, we're going to do some serious prayers again, OK? So be ready for that. I love to pray corporately, right? All right, so I'm a Navy chaplain. Uh, one time, uh, they asked me to go to Norfolk, uh, Virginia, to be trained uh, as a warrior toughness. There's a class called warrior, warrior Toughness. So I went to that class. And one thing we talked about in that class was Once believe. Once believe. What have you believed in? Right? And they define it as your pre existing condition that shapes the outlook of your life. The pre existing condition that shapes the outlook of your life. Your why. The essence of your life. the factor of your life what have you believed in as christians right and as believers i think you all have one you all have the pre it is a condition that shapes the outlook of our christian life you wake up this morning took shower you didn't go to the club you came here there's a reason to that so your pre Exist a condition that shapes the outlook of your life. Without it, life is meaningless. Something to die for as a church. Now, when Apostle Paul uh, entered the houses of, of Christ's followers in those days and dragged them to, uh, to prison somewhere, and then when he went to the, the high priest to ask for letters, so that he can go to the, 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 to Damascus and arrest all the Christians, whether men and women, and bring them bound to Jerusalem. Paul was living a life that he believed. He thought he was doing a service to God. And nothing could stop him. Nothing could stop Paul except God. To him, that's life. I say to people that whenever we pray that, people should stop persecuting Christians around the world you know Christians are being persecuted around the world we shouldn't pray that because that is what they believe so we have to pray for God to actually convince them convict them to become to have a change of mind that should be our prayer all right so paul was living a life meaningful to him like i said he thought he was doing a service to god that was his belief without it life is nothing to Paul. Now, the same thing happened to the apostles in the book of Acts. Right? They seen God, they walked with Jesus and saw that the Lord is good. Right? Miracles were happening in their life. So many prophetic were being fulfilled. Right? So, they decide to die for that which is good to them. So, for the the, the, the Sanhedrin's and then the sad to see people and the far to see people, the Pharisees, the far to see people, to ask them to stop preaching Jesus is me telling them to stop existing, stop living. And they won't buy for that. That's what I believe in. So if you're asking me to stop, then you're asking me to stop existing, stop living. That's my belief. And they won't buy for that. Now, they had encountered, like I said, a tremendous power of God in their life. We saw in Acts chapter 1 that a prophecy concerning Judas that was spoken before by the Holy Spirit by the mouth of David concerning Judas was fulfilled, right? Luke says that, he says, and then there appeared to them a divided tongue as of fire, And one sat upon each of them, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterances. Now hear this, verse 6. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused, because everyone heard them speak in his own language. Look, if you go to Ghana or any part of the world, that they don't speak English, right? For you to be able to be effective in your mission, you have to be able to speak their language. Because if they they can't hear you, they can't respond to whatever you're telling them, right? So missionaries go to somewhere and stay there for 10 years, five years, to learn the language of the country before they can speak to them. But with the power of the Holy Spirit, they broke that barrier, and everyone heard them, speaking their own language. It opened doors for them. It's still happening today. With well, the power of the Holy Spirit, they spoke their language to them. The apostles saw that. So this is very tremendous. This is extraordinary. All right? So they decide to die for that which is good in their life. Amen? You also saw that uh, uh, Judas, no, I said Judas, uh, when uh, Paul... The apostles also, I mean, uh, trying to uh, do what they think is is, is, uh, God call upon his life, he also never stopped. He stayed and do what he is supposed to do. Let me pick up. Now, in chapter chapter 4, Luke also recorded that with greater grace upon them, they lack nothing. They receive miracles. Prophecies were fulfilled, and with greater grace upon them, they also lack nothing because of their impressive generosity towards each other. For all who have possession sold them and brought the proceeds to the feet of the apostle and they shared among them. When God gives you grace, you lack nothing. And that should be your prayer this morning, that you should live to encounter the greater grace. Of God upon your life. It's called the overtaking anointing. What would take somebody five years to get? It will take you less than two years to get with the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. They lack nothing among them. They lack nothing among them. They lack nothing. And the Bible said that, and the church growth became a daily thing, daily occurrences. Because they were speaking Jesus because they were doing what God asked them to do, church growth became a daily thing. What the church to be modeled. What a church to be modeled. Now, speaking in the name of Jesus, without fear, and the win of many more disciples continues to arouse the jealousy of the Sadducees and the hindering, and they led to another arrest. Paul, I mean, the, the apostles had to go to prison again. All right. Now, our main text in Acts chapter 5, verse 17 to 20, let's read it. He said, By the high priest stood up along with all his associates, that is the sect of the Sadducees, and they were filled with jealousy. They laid hands on the apostles and put them in public prison. But during the night, the angel of the Lord opened the gates. Of the prison and leading them out, he said to them, Go, stand, and speak to the people in the temple area the whole message of life. Go, stand, and speak to the people the whole message of life. The gospel is the only message of life. You didn't hear me, church. The gospel is the only message of life. I'm picking up. The gospel is the only message of life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 You see, among all the leaders in the world, the founders of a religion in the world, no one was able to say that I am the way, the truth, and the life, except for Jesus this profound statement was made by our Lord and personal Savior, Jesus Christ. None of the, the leaders of religion could able could make such statement. None of them. Except Jesus. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except who, through me. So the gospel is the only message of life. So a church... A, biblical, a biblically sound church is the church that go, that stand, and speak nothing but Jesus. Now, my son, just Lord, he's a sprint athlete. You know, he ran at his school. And one time, my wife, uh, we told him, hey, you got to push hard. Because they told you that you have some place second to make it to, what do you call it, uh, to nationals or something. And I said, when you hear the sound, pium." Go. Don't look to your left or to your right. Just go. Run as if a leopard is chasing you. That will make you go faster. Look at the finish, the finish line and go. That should be what keeps you motivated. A leopard, a lion is following you. So speed up and Go. As Christians, when God said we should go, we should go. When God said we should go, we should go. Because the devil is going around looking for someone to want to destroy. They came to kill. He came to steal. To destroy. These are his three ministries. To kill, to destroy, and to steal. That is the three mission of the devil. So he is not your friend, neither my friend. So when God has called you to this wonderful ministry, we must go. Go back to the temple and persist in preaching the message of new life to the people. The church, to be a model, takes the Great Commission mandate seriously. Look as if the Great Commission has been re-emphasized again. Go to the people and speak to them. The message of life. Now, go start with obedience. And I said here one time that every child, the primary responsibility of every child is obedience. All that I need is my children to obey me. That's all. They don't have to bring money to the the table. No. All I need from them is to obey us. That is their primary responsibility of every child. And all of us here is tagged... Children of God. So, therefore, we must go to the people and preach the gospel to them. The time of waiting is over. We cannot tell it anymore. We must get up and go. Now, our church seaport aimed this year to increase the number of uh, missionaries we are supporting around the world and the money we give to them, right? It was a clear vision that God gave to the head pastor. So I, I plead with all of you to run behind this vision. So that we can go and support the mission work. Hallelujah. You must go. I said that our salvation is free. But the ministry is expensive. So we must go. It takes money to run, to run this facility here. So the church, we should, we should make it our responsibility to also fund the mission of, of the church. It's a mission-oriented vision that we all should run behind it. Now, let's see what Apostle Paul prayed for the church in Philippi when Paul was in prison somewhere in the book of in, in Rome. Now, Paul said in Philippians chapter 4, verse 14 through 19, if you can put it up, that'd be great. He said, nevertheless, you have done all that you have shared with me. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Now you, Philippians, know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving but you. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Amen? But I seek the gift that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound, and I am full. Having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God, say, "My God, my God. and my God, my God. and, my God. My, God. and my, God my God shall supply all your needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. It's like going to the wealthiest man in this world, who is his name Elon Musk. I mean those people, you, yes. And then him giving a blank check to just write whatever you want on the check. He said, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches. Church, according to the riches of God, shall he bless you and I. If we support the mission of the church, he will bless you and I. You see, God never lied. When he speak, he act. When he promises, he fulfills. He's the same God of yesterday, today, and forever. Now, if you believe that you die, you go to heaven. I know that, right? All of you, have, you all believe that when the rapture, ping, you, go to, you will go to heaven. So my assistant came to me, Pastor Brother, and he said, Chaps, I was so afraid this morning. I said, what happened? He said, my alarm went off, and I woke up, and I thought I missed the rapture. <laughs> so he opened the windows, and then looked if people were around. He said, oh, chaps, are you here? I'm here. Yeah, immediate rapture. So, if you believe that when the the trumpets sound right now, you go to heaven. I believe that you saw that in the Bible, right? And you believe that, right? And the same Bible says that when you give to God, God will bless you. Why don't you believe that? That's the word of God. So, he said we should go. So, Paul prayed for those churches that supported his ministry. One man of God told me that we were praying in Africa, Ghana, and I was praying this prayer, and my God shall supply my need. And he said, hey, are you a giver? I said, what? He said, this prayer is for those who give to Paul. <laughs> it's not you. I said, what? I'm a Christian. He said, yes, but there are principles in the Bible, church. The grace of God is for all of us, but there are some principles you must follow. In life, you do what you can do, and God will do what you can do for you. I pray for my, my children all the time and myself that God do for me what I can do. What I can't do, but what I can do, I will do it. My part is to come to a church and support the mission. Your part is to open the prison door for me to get out. It was impossible. But God intervened miraculously. The same God that did for the apostles will also do for you and I, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. name. So we must go. Nothing should stop us. Now, so a church to be model is the one that goes. And he says that they should also, what, stand. Go, stand, and speak. Three commands. Go, stand, and speak. He says, stand. Now, a church to be modeled is the church that thrived in the midst of adversity. People, let us stand tall in our faith in God. I said, I'm picking up. Let us stand tall in our faith in God. Because God, listen. When God commissioned, He's committed. When God commissioned, He's equally up to the task. God will not send you and leave you behind. In fact, you. Can't, I came to church this morning with God, and you also came to this one with God. We didn't meet God here. You came with God. I came with God. That's so powerful. God is with us. Amen. God is with us. Amen. If you stand tall on your faith, deliverance will come from God. If you stand tall on your faith, deliverance will come from God. Though it may tally, but a time will come, it will come to pass. That is the goal that we serve. Now, when we look at verse 22, then 24 and 25, he said, But when the officers came and did not find them in the prison, they returned and reported, now 24. Now, when the high priest, the captain of the temple, and the chief priest heard these things, they wondered what the outcome will be. Now, someone came and told them, saying, look, the man whom you put in prison are standing in the temple. They are standing in the temple and what? Teaching the people. Someone ran from someone and said, hey, the men that you guys put them in prison, they are standing. The apostles were standing despite your persecution. They are standing regardless of your numerous threats and imprisonment. They are obeying their Jesus rather than you. The psalmist says that a thousand may fall on your side and ten thousand at your right hands, but nothing will come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. They are standing. The church is standing. Christ's church is marching on. We are the army of God and Jesus Christ is the captain of our salvation. We go when he said we should go. We stand when he said we should stand. We operate under the authority and the power of the Holy Ghost. We must not compromise our faith in God but to go and stand tall on our faith and there shall be a deliverance. Hallelujah. 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 We must stand tall regardless. I wasn't born here. Raised in Africa. I told God that God This, it was somewhere, I think December, no, around September. I said, said, God, this is September. By 31st December, if I'm in this country, I'll stop serving you. Very radical. I told God, I I said, God, sit down here, let's talk. Then we talk. 31st December, brother Adam, that 31st December, I was in an airplane coming to America. I was flying. I said, God, now that I'm here, I'll worship you more. I'm closer to you. God understands our feelings. He understands your emotions. He knows what you are going through. Bible said, "Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me?" God can also be a God of flesh in a positive way. When you feel the pains, God feels it. If Christ is in you, He knows what how you feel. So let's go to God and stand tall. On our feet. Now let's recapture what happened in the book of Daniel. Now during the reign of the longest king of the Babylonian dynasty, King Nebuchadnezzar, you know the story, right? Some children reported to the king that there were these three Hebrew boys who are determined not to obey the king's order. Right. Now when the king heard that, he was so annoyed, so furious. And he called them, that he, come to me. And let me see if you guys will not bow before my studios. So the king gave an order. And this boy, could you imagine? Let's look at it. Maybe you'll be in a very big stadium where about 5,000, 20,000 people are guarded. And at the sound of the trumpet, everyone bow. And this three boys is too tall. He will not bow to you, king. No way. Now listen. The Bible said, let's read the book of uh, uh, Daniel. It says, chapter 3, verse 16 through through 18, it says, O Nabucodonosor, we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter. But if be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will deliver us out of your hand. Oh king, but even if he does not, we want you as a king. Listen, we want you as a king. Know that we will not serve your gods or worship the gold statue you set up. Now, the Hebrew boys recognized Nabuchodonosor as a king. They did not deny that, right? They said, "You king, yes." Yeah, so they, they they know that he he, he was a king. So their disobedience stemmed not out of disrespect, the but their disobedience was to protect their faith in God. You are king, all right. We know that. But we can't disobey our God to obey you. Church, now, what the boys did was no answer, was no easy answer to the most powerful men at that time. For this king to disobey Nebuchadnezzar was to sign your death warrant. But this boy stood to, in the midst of persecution, in the midst of uh, difficulties, they stood tall and defended their faith. Now my chancellor Oral Robert says something. He said, what you compromise to keep you will ultimately lose. The king ordered the fire to be superheated and commanded his soldiers to throw the three boys in. The Bible says that the, the, the fire was so hot that it killed those guys who threw them in. Could you imagine? Those who just approached the fire, when they died. But when the boys emerged, the Bible says that the fire could not harm them. Their robes were not scorched, neither were they smell smoke. My goodness. This guy, church, this is what I like it. This guy went to hell, but they came back smelling heaven. <laughs> they came back bold, smelling heaven, because they stood tall for God. The loyalty to godless and foolish things of this world bring death and not the life that one expected. The loyalty to godliness and foolish things of this world bring death and not the life one expected. God has proven to be a deliverer of his people and he will deliver you and I. Let's stand tall on our faith as Christians. We should not be moved by any negative winds. As a Christian, you may face tribulations, you may face persecutions. Sometimes it's not like they won't cut your head. You know what happened in Libya? That twenty Christians were slaughtered. They were killed. They cut their head off. They told them either you deny Christ or we kill you. They went. They kissed the Bible and they killed them. Persecutions everywhere. It could be spiritual. It could be physical. It could be anything. But we should be aware that the path we, are, we have chosen, you will have an encounter. If you, and listen, if you and the devil are going in the same direction, you won't bomb with each other. If two of you are going in the same direction, can you bomb with each other? But the moment you tend to follow Christ, then you are going to have that resistance. That's what it is. So if we're a Christian... And not have any persecution, please check your life. Check my life too. The moment we decide to follow Christ and go the right direction, we may have an encounter with the devil. He will push us. But God has never failed. He's the same God yesterday, I said again, the same God today, and the same God forever. So you must stand tall on our faith as Christians. You must go to the utmost parts of the world to preach the gospel, to support the missionaries. They should go. They should stand. And a church to be modeled is a church that speaks nothing but Jesus. For there is no other under name, under name given to men that we must be saved except Jesus. These people go and speak nothing but Jesus. The name of Jesus, Bible said, at the measure of the name of Jesus, every knee must bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We must go. We must stand tall and we must speak nothing but Jesus. Now, the Jewish set continued with their uh, rage and be, I mean, became very furious. So, they had a plan to kill the, the apostles to end it all, right? Now, but by the advice of one man called Gamaliel, who is very, one of those respected uh, council members, told them that, hey, I don't think it's good for us to do this because of our past experiences, so let, we shouldn't do this. So, this guy said, okay, we're going to listen to you. So, they retrieved their steps. But call them again and beat them and say, Go, but do not speak in the name of Jesus. But the Bible said, now, when they departed from the presence of the council members after beating them, the Bible said that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And daily in the temple and in every house, they did not see teaching, the pre- teaching and preaching Jesus as Christ. What a church to be modeled. A church that goes. A church that stands tall on the earth, regardless of adversity. A church that speaks nothing but Jesus. Doesn't matter how many people we have, this is a church. This is a mission oriented church. So we must go. We must stand tall. And we must speak nothing. But Jesus, I know some of you cannot go because of maybe some boundaries, some physical stuff. But if you cannot go, your resources can go, right? Melissa said last time here that if you cannot go, you can send your prayers or you can financially support them to go. We must stand tall on our faith regardless of what the world may throw at us as church we must speak nothing but Jesus. If you believe, shout amen. Amen. If you believe, shout amen. Amen. So as a church, we are going to go. We are going to support our mission financially. We are going to stand tall on our faith. We are going to speak nothing but Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'm going to call the, the worship team to come and We are going to do some prayers this this morning. Prayers. Now, Peter said, this scripture must be fulfilled today. The very first chapter that we read. He said, this scripture must be fulfilled today. When David prophesied that somebody will replace Judas, Peter stood up and said, that scripture must be fulfilled today. I'm talking to somebody that this scripture must be fulfilled today, not tomorrow. So if you are here and you believe that God has said something concerning your life and you have not seen it yet. Now, for the fact that it's not there, that's, for the fact that you don't see it doesn't mean it's, it's not there. You have to go for it to possess it. So I'm going to ask the band to speak the name, the, the song called The Name of Jesus as they are singing, as many of you, please come forward and let's do a corporate prayer. We are going to pray that God, let your word concerning my life be fulfilled today. This is the day the Lord has made. Tomorrow we are hoping, but today is our day. So we are going to go to God, God, let every word concerning my life, concerning my ministry, concerning my physical health, I am the Lord that delivereth. He, God, delivers. He heals. So everything concerning your life that will set you free, any spiritual imprisonment, you will be set free. Amen? If they put you in prison and they put a chain around your legs, you can't, it's a retrogression of life, right? You go and you come back. That's what it is. But God must set you free from any spiritual imprisonment. Whatever is not making you go, Whatever is not making you stand tall on your feet, whatever is not making you speak the name of Jesus, you must be set free in the name of Jesus. Can you please be on your feet? And as they sing the song, if you can troop forward, we are going to pray. enter into a time of prayer. I want to hear you praying like crazy. Amen? Pray like your voice is yours. Cry unto God. Now, there's something called silent theology. We don't hear, any, we don't hear that the disciples prayed, but I, I believe they prayed, right? They prayed. When they were in the prison, they prayed. They prayed. And God answered them. God came and opened the door. What they couldn't do is what God do for them. So we pray, God, I have come to your church. I do my prayer, my tithe. I do all this. Is, but what I can do, Father, do for me. And God will respond. Let's respond to the song. Be in the mode of worship. You speak the name of Jesus. You can come forward, church, and receive this worship.
0: Because I know there is peace within your presence.
4: I speak Jesus.
0: Name of Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus till every dark addiction starts to break.
4: chapter 1 verse 16 Peter says this scripture must be fulfilled today not tomorrow but today I should come before the throne great the throne room of God lift up your voice and talk to God let this scripture concerning my life fulfill today concerning my marriage you know what you need I know what I want so Lord, let this scripture be fulfilled in my life today. Concerning my family, concerning my health, concerning my career, concerning my marriage, concerning my ministry. Let this scripture fulfill fulfilled today. Lift up your voice and pray, church. Enter into the room of God. Pray in the name of Jesus. Pray in the name of Jesus this scripture must be fulfilled today in your life. God, do unto me what I can do for myself. In the name of Jesus, you are God that answered by fire. Let this scripture be fulfilled in my life today. In the name of Jesus, let that be your prayer, church. Let that be your prayer, church. Let that be your prayer, church. You might be set free from any hindrances, whether spiritual or physical. God should touch you so you can go, you can stand, and you can speak. Any spiritual battle in your life, break them down now in the name of Jesus. Cast your burden onto God because he cares for you. Bible said, when the enemy comes in your life like a flood, God will lift up his hand against the enemy. So lift up your voice and pray against any spiritual battles in your life in the name of Jesus. Whatever is holding you down must be set free in the name of Jesus. Any spiritual imprisonment, any hindrance in your life, you must be set free in the name of Jesus so that you can go, you can stand, and you can speak Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray in the name of Jesus. Spiritual bondage. Physical bondage, we must be set free now in the name of Jesus. We call upon the name Jesus. Let every knee bow in the name of Jesus. Any spiritual bondage, we cast you out of your life in the name of Jesus. You that hold us, we cast you out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Jesus, you are Lord. Church, I swear, be in the spirit of worship. Let me pray over you that the Almighty God will descend mightily upon your life and your situation. That whatever is holding you back in life that makes you feel late in life, that you might be set free today in Jesus' name. You will never, never go home the same way you come in. If you met Jesus, there shall be a transformation. There shall be a deliverance. There shall be a healing. There shall be an encounter with God so that you will live here today and go home fully immersed in the power of the Holy Spirit. That all eyes will see that you have met Jesus. You don't have to open your mouth. As soon as they see you, they know you have met Jesus. So God bless your people. Break every shackles in our life. Any spiritual or God bondage any spiritual imprisonment <laughs> any physical bondage hindrances O God for that we cast them out of our life in the name of Jesus as you descend in your power as you descend in your special way to free the apostles by God from the prison so shall you do unto us also in Jesus name my Lord let us see you God bless our day O God our going out and our coming in, O Lord. Let those who want to see us and laugh at us, let them see us and bow with shame in the name of Jesus. Restore, O God, our life. Restore, O God, our life in the mighty Jesus' name. And we pray for greater grace to live in in the abundance, O God, of your mercies in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you today. We bless you today. In the name of Jesus Christ, we call it done. Amen. Amen. Amen! 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 Jesus is our Lord.
2: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Maxwell. For a moment, I felt like I was back in Ghana. <laughs> Love it. Love that. Of course, if we were in Ghana, this service would go probably three more hours. <laughs> hey, when I was there, it took 45 minutes to receive the offering. I I watched how long it took, so I know, anyway, anyway, it was amazing, I said, I said, when I was there, I said, what time does the service begin, well, when it begins, okay, because I was way out in the bush, I have to understand, I was way out in the bush, I was not in the city, and I said, well, what time does the service get over, they said, when it's over, I said, well, like, when is that, Oh, well, maybe we go all night, I said, well, let's go all night, okay, whatever, <laughs> it was, I was wild. It was wild. It was wild. Who knows? Let's just take just as we uh I'm gonna I am going to release you in just, in just a moment, but you know what? I wish we didn't live in such a hurried society. you know, I really do. but anyway, maybe a, a simple way to go and to speak, maybe just use this little card. It's on the seat there next to you. Go ahead and put your name down there and your email address, and just use it to reach out to somebody this week. Simple. Amen? Simple way. Or come to belong, and they'll teach you how to reach out. Two weeks ago, five people came to Jesus. Last week, two people came to Jesus. Isn't that great? It's a great thing. Hallelujah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close, but I want I want our ministry team right now. They're going to come, and they're going to stand up across the front. They all have name tags on, name, prayer team, or ministry team, altar team. These guys are going to come, and they're going. To, I've told them to pray for your healing. Now, if you've got another need, they'll do that, but I've, I've told them to pray for your physical healing in agreement with what we've sang and spoke today. We've got something else, tell them, but that's how they're going to pray for you. Just simple and straightforward. Amen? Hallelujah. So, thank you, Maxwell. I appreciate your message today. Thank you for that. Let's go. Let's stand. Let's speak. Father, today... As we remain and receive ministry or as we go, I pray that we will go, that we will speak, that we will stand and achieve all that you have to do through us and in us. God, thank you for your word. May it resonate in our hearts all week. And God, Wednesday night, help us to come back here and just rejoice in all that's happening in the lives of our kids as well. It's a great thing. We thank you for all of this. God, just bless us as we go. Thank you, Lord. Amen, friends. God bless you as you go. If you need ministry, come and receive that. Have a wonderful Sunday. See you Wednesday.